What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. This episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Craig Fowler, and on this occasion, I am joined by Duncan Mackay. Howdy, and Joel Sked. Hello. <laughs> We're both quite tired. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I was thinking just driving in uh, into Edinburgh uh, just now that ideally we'd have a really upbeat podcast with loads of energy, loads of everything, because there's a lot of people that could be listening to this for after the first, yeah. for the very first time after seeing um, us, our mugs on TV, all three of our mugs on TV. Yeah, but uh, it was very tiring. <laughs> um, it's been a week. It's so, been a week. yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, nothing's happened in Scottish football either, <laughs> so it's fine. So, what we're talking about is that we, for, for those who don't know, somehow, uh, we were recording for a new TV show uh, based on the podcast uh, yesterday, uh, which has been Wednesday. We started, Joe and myself, we started, when did you pick me up? I half, mean, half eleven? To be fair, we started at seven o'clock in the morning for, yeah, we both did a half. We both did half days, so we're both up at seven for half days. Then Joe picked me up about quarter to twelve. Yep. We 
got to the studio for about half twelve. Uh, started filming about half one, two-ish. And then with a break to watch the football, which wasn't really any sort of, you know, relaxing time because Heart Celtic was on. Yeah. And there were three games all at once. It's really hard to concentrate. <laughs> I, was quite, I quite enjoyed that by then. I kind of got used to it. This is the... If I don't mean to say it, but you sound like TV stars moaning about how difficult your life is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the element of sympathy right now has, oh, <laughs> has hit yes, zero. But telly stars then don't have to go into a fucking office job the next day. Yeah. Yeah. It's start at 7 o'clock in the morning. It's start at 7 in the morning. Since it's been announced, people are like, oh yeah, you must be looking forward to that. Like, you can quit your job. Like, <laughs> no. no. Fortunately, no. I was working from home today, so it wasn't the usual question of how did it go? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, just watch I know, I, I, people are like, oh, how's it going yesterday? It's like, I have no energy at all. And also, as well, there was like, there was lots of like crisps and sweets and juice like at the side. Like, Again, snack. no one will have sympathy for <laughs> yeah. you. Like, oh, how terrible. There was, was too that. much animal. <laughs> I know, but that's like, no, but we know for future now. Because I think it may have helped on the day because it still could have had loads of energy at 12 at night just because it was sugar coursing through my body. I started shaking at one point. Yeah. But today... And I wasn't because of the nerves. Maybe a little bit because of the nerves. <laughs> today it was... Uh, it was also because it was very cold. But it's just, <laughs> yeah. uh, today it was... Oh, I was just... I felt... I felt absolutely awful. <laughs> but well, uh, watch the show. It'll be really good. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think we had to keep a lot of energy. Yeah, so for those that don't know, it's Friday at 11pm at night uh, on BBC Scotland. So make sure to tune in. I think it will be really good. Uh, with the exception I will give you, uh, give you a teaser... I say something ridiculous that could come back and bite me fucking in the arse oh, yeah, uh, yeah. right at the end and then there's a nice wee bit for Hibs fans at the end yeah, I could give you a teaser as well there's potentially going to be a very angry man within Scottish football who's not going to be impressed with the, literally the first thing I say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I set your series links watch it uh, then watch it again on iPlayer uh, and then watch it again on iPlayer Just tell everyone you know tell yeah. everyone you know yeah, like, like, you, like you put on social media today Duncan even if you don't like football there'll be something you'll, you'll still enjoy it Aye, I think it's not, we're not giving too much away as well like it feels like a bit like remember that CIT this will totally might remember it not remember the CITV cartoon show where you saw stuff and like it was bits Ah, it doesn't matter. Like this is terrible. I've, no, I've, no, I've, no. I roughly like, it's like, a mag- it's like a magazine show, so you're not, you're not. Each week it'll be a little bit different. Like yeah, it's not yeah, going to yeah. be formulaic, which I think is a good thing. Yes, yeah. Like, our um, features on the show kind of come and go and drop out, and new exactly. ones will come in and stuff. Aye. Which will keep it exciting, and it means you don't have to see my face every week. Also, it's another thing. Also, it's so much shit yesterday, but we did record it in order. The bits that you see at the start were the bits that were recorded at the end. Uh, so I think I'm actually going to get noticeably thinner as this program goes on. <laughs> Gone, like Drew. He's like, oh, that guy who wants to have some sort of like, IBS or something like that. Like, we stopped. Yeah. Like, sh- shit out uh, the extra calories. Was uh, was uh, Telford doing like sit-ups and uh, press-ups between <laughs> takes? I imagine that he's no. been flexing for TV. It was not. No. Right, let's uh, let's get on to tonight's show. I'm, I'm glad we had that um, that nonsense because I just realised I missed another obvious person out of my goalkeeper list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel turned up today and was like, I haven't even done a list yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's been but Obviously, Joel, Joel is, a, is a former goalkeeper, as he likes to tell us, he's a former goalkeeper of you know a very oh. high standard. Yep, like, very high standard. Like Sunday football or whatever. I uh, got trial for East Lothian and won um, Felis, uh, Ian St John's Felix Soccer Camp. Huh? Uh, like two years after Andy Menial. I mean, I all know how good Andy Menial is. 
So, but so that means that you don't really need a list. You can just, you know, you just got it all in your mind. Except yep. for the two very obvious guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Just instinctual. Right. Let's start then. Twelve to ten. Are we going to tell them what we're doing as opposed to? Oh, I don't know. Sorry. I'll get an interrupt. Right, we'll do the top twelve goalkeepers. I think I'm just going to call the episode that. So. Yeah, so people know. I know that I want in that midweek roundup. We're going to be doing that on the Patreon. So that's a wee. Are we not? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, sorry about doing that, yeah. Ah, you looked at me in total glazed thing. I'm, I'm being so conscious of not interrupting you I as just well. Can't and I just focus like, for longer than three seconds at a time, so I'm just like, oh. <laughs> just, just like, look at you talking, just like, oh. I, yeah. S is. Face drops to be fair, like, I'm getting that reaction of a lot of people at work today, so I'm not sure. Six minutes of smoking hot soccer. <laughs> Scottish I know, soccer. People were like, oh, I quite enjoyed the television show, <laughs> the podcast was utter dog shit. <laughs> Right, so let's uh, start. Number 12 through 10. Who wants to go first? I'll, um, I'll, I'll bash on. Yep. Uh, 12, Zdenek Zlamal. Mm. I've, got a little I've got him at 10. Ross Doohan at I, 11. I don't have him. I'd. Okay. Daniel Backman at 10. I've got him a okay. l- quite a bit higher. Mm-hmm, okay. So I have... Right, well, no, oh, talk mm-hmm. us through him first. Zlamal, he, when he first came in... He just had he just had the look of a goalkeeper that he's got a mistake in him. He is going to let one go through his legs in a really really big game, and it almost came to basically came. No, to it did come to fruition. Well, the Celtic, yeah, he didn't let it through his legs. Though. I know, but he had like came, a yeah, he was a very 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 big hiller. I remember seeing him on his debut at Cove Rangers, and. He, he had a, an unusual style. His warm-up style was noticeable. He was very, very talkative. He was very vocal, which you want for a goalkeeper, especially a goalkeeper who's new and he's playing behind centre defence. However, John Suter, literally about 15 minutes into the game, turned around and told me, shut the fuck up. So, I mean, he, 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 he was bordering on becoming a cult hero just because his he's ex, uh, eccentricities is... Um, his performances as well. He he did he did produce a number of uh, a number of really good uh, really good games, really good uh, really good saves, and then the Celtic incident happened. And then he's a Polish keeper in Edinburgh. He's Czech. Ah, oh, damn! It. Shut your puss. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, so he um, after this uh, after the Celtic game. Then there was like one or two incidents where goals maybe weren't his, his fault. For example, Ross Millens uh, for Kilmarnock against Hearts. Like, it went under him. Like, if that was just an off incident, you'd let him off of it. But because it followed after the Celtic game, and then because there was the hashtag a, narrative. Had been yeah. Done. And then you had the St. Mirren, uh, the St. Mirren incident, we call it an incident, where he got uh, lobbed from 45 yards. Yeah. <sighs> It's a difficult one that, but just his body shape, the way he tried to save it, it just it just did, it looked unnatural, and he ended up getting dropped. However, he came back in at uh, the weekend, looked a bit nervous. He was superb against against Celtic. He was so last night. some of those yeah. saves were. were if the if he had a longer, if the, the, there was more evidence, bigger, bigger, if, sample size. bigger bigger sample size, he might he might be a lot higher. But I just have to take into the fact that he's he's been dropped and he has been he's made noticeable errors. Yeah. One thing I don't like about Zamal is that he doesn't look so much like he has a. A goalkeeper's body. There's not. He doesn't really have like a big torso or a kind of broad frame. So it looks like he's. So he does he's a, it looks like he does a lot of work with his limbs. Yeah, he's he's, uh-huh. he's very limmy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
his arms are his arms are massive. Spindly, would you call that? I don't know. No, like, well, yeah, I know what you mean. He's like um, the Supergrass video, you know, the um, pumping on your stereo. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, you never had a stretch Armstrong where he just like <laughs> yes, yes. stretch his arms. Yeah, it's kind of like that, and that's that's what makes me. I, I think that's what we some of his mistakes. And what makes me not really trust him and go even off a lot. even last night against Celtic there was a shot that was kind of straight arm and it was like he almost kind of, he didn't fumble it but he, he kind of caught it and dropped it in like one motion mm. but he, but he meant he meant to do it yeah. and he, he I just look at him and sometimes he just doesn't seem in control. Who was your number eleven again? My number eleven was Ross Doohan. I um, I've heard a lot of good things about him. Ian McCall uh, talked him up when you listen to Ian McCall talk about air he's always talked uh, doing up uh, Sean says he's the best goalkeeper outside uh, I think Sean said he was the best goalkeeper outside the Scottish Premiership or certainly Craig Telford did Sean went I think and even further just said he was a, a really really good goalkeeper so I watched him in, against Ross County absolutely superb uh, I, I'm going to be swayed by recency bias because I watched him in there and then Ian McCall said afterwards that he is um, he's a Celtic goalkeeper in the making Right, that's that's big talk, and uh, Ian McCall's not one to sh- throw throw stuff like that around. He, uh, well, maybe yes, <laughs> maybe not. Keep pre- like keep that pressure on a player. Yeah, yeah. Keep that pressure on a player. He is he's, he's very agile. I think he's a, a very um, modern modern type of goalkeeper. I just I, I've never seen. I, I don't have to do him. I've never seen him play. And I yeah, that's, really. There was there was a lot of competition to get in the kind of. That, for me, there's a lot of decent. Like yeah, okay yeah, goalkeepers. Yeah. So yeah. Like my top four pretty much picked themselves, and then there was two guys who kind of got on on like a lifetime achievement award, and then for the, the rest of them, I was like, like throw my hands in there. Yeah. yeah, my my the way I did mine was just thinking about who would I want goals from? Who do I want? Yeah, to start this weekend, like yeah. or, you know, being thrown in, uh, and and that's kind of where, and that's why I didn't, I couldn't put them uh, in because I've not seen enough of them to. To be any, and also, it's a lower standard, of, or, yeah. and he's not, and he's not, and, not playing, not and he's not playing against the best striker in the league as well. For, yeah, it's, it's not a great championship as well season in terms of the strength. Even like county are not a particularly brilliant. Houghton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I've just been just uh, recently by yeah. I've been swayed, swayed by. Well, it, and no. again, I just wanted to wanted to get some lower league representation in there. Yeah, uh, fair enough. However. If I was allowed to maybe think about it again, I would remove <laughs> Ross Doohan and put Gary Woodson. No. Right, I, I looked up Gary Woods. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. here, come, here comes the rebuttal unit from <laughs> the terrorist rebuttal unit. <laughs> I, I thought Gary, names would, okay. Gary Woods' name might come up. So I did. Uh, so I looked at every single goal conceded by every kind of top flight goalkeeper this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I took a tally of whether I thought they were dodgy or whether I thought they were just clearly at fault. This is what I wanted to do if I had time. Yes. Uh, so I then put a percentage of them Some guys And I'll come to these guys later uh, Had a higher percentage Than I would have thought um, Like For instance I'll just Xander Clark I think 90% of goals Scored this season Against Johnson I think he's either been A little bit dodgy Or he's been completely at fault so, He's only completely at fault For one And the rest were just Things where I was like Ah I think he could have done A little bit better Yeah so Gary, He's been a harsh marker Gary Woods Has been dodgy for 8 goals And at fault for another 6 30% of the goals he's conceded I think have been his fault in some way Which is the highest by far he, He's not had a good season uh, we'll, 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 we'll say what it's like We'll say as is He has not had a good season He's let me down big time Yes. I talked him up and maybe he listens to the podcast the pressure off my um, my words has got to him I mean I am a reputable goalkeeping 
pundit of the Scottish football. Self-proclaimed. I think, I think the laughter speaks for itself. Scottish football's answer to David Pearce. Yep. Yeah. Right, and who was your number 10? Daniel Backman. This was another who I would actually potentially have him further up if it was a bigger sample size. I like the look of him. Yeah, I've, I really, I've, I've ignored the sample size. Yeah, stuck yeah. Him in because it was it was a weird one. Jamie Mc, Jamie McDonald got called up to Scotland and then he got dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was very strange. But he had it. Like, I know Craig Anderson said he's, been, uh, he's Steve Clark up. just making a commentary on the Scotland match. <laughs> yeah, <itself>. possibly. <laughs> he's wise. The. Um, Craig Anderson, uh, he did mention before uh, McDonald got dropped and when he got called up for the Scotland team that he's, like, he's, he's probably not been, he's, he's, he's been a little bit dodgy without making glaring mistakes. No. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was weird when McDonald get, like, kind of getting dropped at that time. However, Backman's came, came in and he, um, he, he looks like a goalkeeper that can go very far. I like, I like his size. Yeah, no, I, he, he's number 11 on my list. Okay. I like what, I like what, he does. I like. I still, the best moment is his save uh, in against Rangers in the cup, where that's the ball ends up almost in the in the opposition half. Opposition yeah, yeah. half. Um, but yeah, I like. I like. Your, I do see what you mean with his, his physique. I've got um, Mark Gillespie at twelve. I uh, Gillespie just missed off my list. Okay. He's been good. He's. I've cheated on this one. <laughs> I've kind of yeah. I've kind of been hypocritical on my list because I've thrown in Backman, but I've not thrown in Gillespie. Yeah. But he probably should have been there. Uh, Batman ten and Zamal at ten for me. Um, yeah, again, like I said all throughout this, there'll be just who would I want in goals this weekend, and that's kind of where it is. But again, open to that idea of the sample size yeah. being bigger and a bit more uh, consistent. And also, just seen them in in, in that first because uh, a lot of time we're seeing a lot of the keepers in televised matches where they're up against Celtic or Rangers, which is not necessarily a fair reflection on. Uh, their ability throughout and their ability to dictate the play as well sometimes from the back so do you want to talk about Backman now why Why do you have him further up I'll talk about him Don't get uh, so number 12 I've got uh, Vlaklav Kladke Kladke yeah not Polish uh, Czech Sibirin's goalkeeper who has had a couple of iffy moments so far <laughs> but he's also made very good saves as mm. well and uh, he's a very small sample size but Fuck it. I've, just, yeah. I've thrown a bit of a curveball, just chucked him in there. He made that terrific triple save against Hearts. I think he also had a double save and they got knocked out. as well against Celtic. They got what, sorry? And then he got knocked out. Uh, I think it was, it was, I don't know he was out cold, but it was certainly, um, he had yeah. to get treatment. Yeah, the similar one as well in a game against Celtic. And some other fans have been raving about him. He mm. just looks like he's a very agile, uh, great reflexes for a goalkeeper. And I, would, I looked up something else as well. Oh, yes, he's very. He's also somebody who doesn't stay on his line. Comes off his line with the biggest regularity of a goalkeeper in the league. In terms of per 90 minutes. Per 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah. So, with, with, with Gladke, I considered him to be in the top 12 after being really impressed with him at Tynecastle the other week and the fact that he's not Craig Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> who is still... I was looking at the SPFL stat centre website. It's still very high on um, number of saves. Yeah, number yeah. of saves, which speaks volumes about Simmer and start the season. At number eleven, uh, this is a bit controversial. I've got Liam Kelly. Mm. Hmm? Got a bit further up, a wee bit further well, down. Yeah. He's getting a he's no, been a big pop for Liam Kelly this season, and maybe understandably so. We are really kind of looking at the future of Scotland goalkeepers, and <laughs> it's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> But he's going to look it up a wee bit because if Scott Bain's coming back and he's done for him, maybe going to even get better than yeah. that. And Bain, you can see Bain, Bain playing for yeah. Scotland. Kelly's only twenty-two as well. 
So that's very, still got very another young for a goalkeeper. And he's, he's had a really good season. I do think his season has been a little bit overrated by the fact that he had two tremendous games. One against Rangers, one against Celtic, both of which live on the telly, so everybody kind of sees those ones. Although he did have that one game where he yes, went up. <laughs> and he has had another couple of moments as well where he's definitely been at fault. Oh, for definitely. Yeah. So he's, he's not been quite as reliable as maybe he would have thought, but he, as he would go, he someday as well, he does come off his line a fair decent amount as well. And I think he's got a huge future in front of him. I think, like I say, this season I think he's been slightly overrated in terms of what he's done, but he, I wouldn't be surprised if in the future he's in Scotland. Yeah, well. and he's got... And he's, Probably got ten, eight, ten years till he peaks as well. Exactly. That's, so, yeah. but, but I mean, again, at this point in his time, and yeah. this is first season really played football as well, isn't it? That's, does that mean I'm in my peak? No, absolutely <laughs> not. You're, you're definitely on the downward. <laughs> Just in life in general. Yeah, you peaked at like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think uh, my mates would tell you that I peaked long before that. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, yes. <laughs> <Conception>. one. <laughs> Number 10 I've got is Lamal, Denix Lamal mm-hmm. who I could probably now that I've just spoken about it if anybody's unhappy this is the limit if I just go and swap them two around <laughs> um, but I, I did want Lamal on the list because I think outside of the top four of my list maybe even three of the top four he, I think he's the best shot stopper in the league and there was certainly at one point he had the most saves in the league. Yeah, I think he makes I think he makes the type of saves that other goalkeepers can't make as, as frequently as he does. Mm-hmm. And I think he is quite a spectacular and interesting goalkeeper to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there, there is that entertainment factor. Sometimes you don't want that in a goalkeeper. If you're a neutral, you do. <laughs> yes, I still don't. I'm still not entirely sure. There's a whole lot between him and Colin Doyle. Colin Doyle, that's thing. Colin Doyle is so boring mm-hmm. and un- uninteresting. He's and forgettable. Mm. Give me, a, give me a keeper that I'm going to remember. <laughs> this, this could come back to haunt me quite badly. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Doug got a special on Monday. It could come back and haunt me. And one thing Lamar has over Doyle. I think Doyle's more than only he's just completely thrown one against Motherwell and that's why he's out of the team. But I think uh, Doyle would actually be more reliable over a longer stretch of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's a Mal's... It's much better at knocking the ball out. Well, passing the ball out from the back. Yeah, because pretty terrible. No, no, he's he's ghastly. <laughs> uh, he, he's worse than uh, he's worse with the ball at his feet than Christoph Better. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's difficult though because I think when looking at my list, like I think the top five there's there's uh, a top five for me, and then there's just a bit, there's a big gap. And then it's much of a muchness. So I think it's just all in personal, yeah. kind of personal opinion and and prejudice more than more than anything. Yeah, especially when you claim somebody's for Poland and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> right, ninety something. So nine, I've got Liam Kelly. Right. Uh, eight, I have got the amalgamation of Trevor Carson and Mark Gillespie. When you cheating bastard. Yep, 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 yep. And seven, I've got Xander Clark. Okay, who so I had completely forgot about. <laughs> Anything you want to add on Kelly? Kelly, I like. He is the perfect goalkeeper for Livingston because his kicking is fucking massive. So he can every time I watch him, he can. I think even he surprises his own own players is that he kicks it. Uh, he can kick it so far with a great trajectory that it goes over the opposition defence and turns them. And that's what Livingston want to do. They want to turn the opposition defence. So I think he's ideal for them. Trevor Carson and Mark Gillespie. I can't believe you're, 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 I can't believe you're trying to 
make a case that <laughs> this has been allowed. This should be flag, I, on, flag on the place sort of stuff. I, I think both, both, both are. I, yeah. I think both are just good, good, goal, uh, good goalkeepers. Uh, Trevor Carson mentioned it last year that he's 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 kind of a statue. He's just like a like a, a square wall. Yeah. Where he sits out. Mark Gillespie. Yeah, I was worried about him. I was so kind of worried for Motherwell when he came in. However, he's he's been he's been really steady. He's like he's he's not um, he's, he's, he's nothing fancy. Uh, he's not as boring as someone like uh, Colin Doyle. Uh, but he's a good goalkeeper. Fair enough. Xander Clark. I think he's always if he stays in Scotland, he's always going to be around this position. I think. I think the the boat. He's overrated then. Is no, no. I just I, I think he's perfectly rated. I think the Scotland boats probably missed him. He are you are you about to tell me some stats on Xander Clark? Because I'd be interested to interested to know. Um, no, he's going to wait until he's got him on his list. He's not giving that was, that way for free. For Clark, <laughs> for Clark, there was a few. I think for him there was a lot of ones where I was like, I think there was only one mistake where I was like, I nah, s- that's that's his fault. I, I like, still don't like how he pams the ball out when he saves it. He's well, like, he always he seems it, it does tend to go back into where the play yeah, is. Yeah, goals so. goes in, but he's like got sh- almost like he um, he saves it too well. What I didn't like about Clark is that he he's not great with his feet, like trying to save with his feet. Mm. Right, he, okay. doesn't, he doesn't use them particularly well. He doesn't get them out. It um, doesn't like well, he just doesn't move them quickly enough to, to save shots with it. There's there's not many goalkeepers that I think Wes Fodderham is quite good at it. It's maybe just this season that he's had to face a lot of those shots yeah, and have gone yeah. past them, but that's what I noticed watching his, his goals. Uh, and that's that memory bumped him a little bit down. Um, he's also, like I said, there is a few that I was like, ah, I think he could have done better there. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know, maybe I was being a bit harsh, but I've got him I've got ninth. I don't think he's going to be pushed by Cammy Bell to no. be a much better keeper. No. 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 There was Cammy Bell had a few moments in Ebb's game. <laughs> just that one way bounce. No, no. But you don't, I don't think, I often wonder about goalkeepers being pushed by somebody behind them. I think. Fans could often, you know, call for somebody else's name and get a bit kind of agitated and a bit frustrated and get another goalkeeper's back if there's somebody good behind them. I think goalkeepers can sometimes be like the quarterback position and it's good to only have one good one. Because if you have two good ones, it just puts too much pressure and there's too much uncertainty that it kind of spoils both. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I mean, I think the fact Unless- that is that there's a, David Priest has been the first in Britain to be sort of your goalkeeping pundit. We don't really know enough about the position, yeah. to be honest. Like, Whoa! Oh. That was a slap in the face, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I disagree with that point because uh, you look at, unless... We're going to say Steve Banks. <laughs> no, unless you go to, like, unless you have a situation with Rangers where it's clearly stated Alan yeah. Gregor's number one, mm-hmm. having two very good goalkeepers isn't a bad thing to do. Like the bad thing I, think I think if there are similar ability, I think it can. I think it can be. I don't want to say it necessarily is. I think you have two good goalkeepers, yeah. but one has to be much better than the other. Right, okay. Uh, so that was Clark was your seven. Yep, yep, that's my Duncan. Who's uh, your seven? Nine to seven is Carson. At nine, Trevor Carson. At nine, I'm just a big fan. Thomas Cherney at eight. I think I really like him. And I forgot about him. Liam Kelly <laughs> at seven. Kelly's just not played enough for me in like the last... I don't think he was any good last year, was he, as well? He didn't. Really, back at Thistle. Yeah, but he didn't really get... Yeah. I've always rated him, so there was an element of uh, legacy with him, and, I've always, uh, and I think the injury to Joe Lewis is... Uh, did come at the right time for him, so like, I know, like I, I, he's there on nice press. He's someone that I, I don't think has been, was given a fair enough crack at a number of clubs. Uh, name lips, name lips. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So he, uh, with 
I think that falls into your Joe Lewis is clearly better, yes, but yeah. Thomas Cherney's a good yeah. good backup. Yeah. Anybody else in your list did you? What I did Carson and Kelly. I don't think we. I mean, I think Carson's just so impressive, and like you know, the fact that he was like he's seen the rewards of how well he's playing by getting that Northern Ireland call up and getting the game. Uh, it's, it's just an absolute killer to, for him to get to get that injury. Like just so random. I've got caution quite further up, but I don't really like it I'm further up here. <laughs> you're, talking just, yourself, you're talking yourself out of it. Yeah, maybe. I'm not actually going to uh, push caution down on mine. So, right, I'm going to go for my nine, Xander Clark. I've mm-hmm. uh, kind of spoke about him. My number... No, because I'd still rather have him, actually. No, my number eight is Ofer Marciano. Hmm. You've both got him higher. Slightly. Yeah. I think Slightly. Marciano's overrated. I think he makes brilliant saves. And he's definitely got the physique of a goalkeeper he exactly want. And he's a very handsome man as well. But he, he makes a lot of errors, Marciano. A lot of errors. I, I think his errors are concentration ones rather than... Like, no, no, but I think... Because they're ones that can, can be eliminated. Like, like you know, contempt he had on his face I know, there. I know. <laughs> I know he comes out of the stats I'm just like I think keepers are, can save like, it's like uh, no I don't think concentration is going to be around no, but there was a game when he's in his 30s no but I think those are, those are like almost controllable mistakes they're not talent mistakes if that makes sense okay, I don't care no, where it comes from he makes mistakes I don't even think Adam, Adam Bogdan seems to get a hard time on this podcast I don't think Bogdan was that bad I, think I, had, I had him in my original list He's, he just but it's whether it's right or wrong he conveys a sense of nervousness right yeah. I, I, that's the, I did dig and also like, as you're saying like, Hamill lobbed him and stuff he can be the, the games like, I've uh, the games I've been at Easter Road this season he's not when he's played. no no yeah. but there is that sense of just the crowd as well yeah. you, you do get that sense whereas Marciano despite uh, what Craig says where I think it's concentration or t- uh, whatever the mistakes are he does spread a bit more confidence, and I don't know if that spread that's with the defence as well. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's a it's a tan, it's, it's an intangible thing that you can't you can't yeah. demonstrate, but I think it, it's a sense. But if and, it's, and you can see it like the, the defend like just defenders being more comfortable with a goalkeeper that is in charge of them yeah so if, if, you, uh, if you're if you a hips defender and you turn round who do you want to turn round to someone who looks like Marciano or someone who looks like Adam Bogdan <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but I've still got him behind like I said okay. I do think he's a wee bit overrated number seven so that means I'm bumping everybody up number seven I have got Trevor Carson uh, I did have him at five but I'm not too happy about that because I don't think he's I don't think he was necessarily that great this season to start with before his shot stopping I think is a little bit overstated as well he had a good period I think in the second half of last season we made a number of Kanaya catch and saves but the biggest reason to like Trevor Carson is that with the exception of maybe a, a few dodgy ones at the start of this season he, he doesn't often make mistakes he's also he's somebody who can do a lot as well his distribution is pretty decent he can come off his line for balls as well, not to a tremendous extent, but somebody who at least is willing to do mm-hmm. it. And I think he's, as you say, he's just a, quite a solid guy to have. I think there's an element of leadership as well in the way, yeah. that, like you know, it's difficult again to like, but he does appear to be liked by the team and provide that leadership that you know some keepers. Are you saying like that's I suppose that, that's an example? Marciano versus Bogdan. You feel that Marciano's more of a leader than Bogdan is. Yeah. 
he too is a neat guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, who's your number six, Joe? Offer my charnel. Right. He, uh, I mean... He's mine too. Yeah, so... I kind of covered it there, just that, that, that presence, I like the fact. And also, when he first came, I he was only in half a season at Hibs to begin with in the championship. Yeah. I put him into my top 12 and, and basically stated this this uh, this guy's going to be a really good Premiership goalkeeper. So, like Gary Woods, I'm going to stick behind him and back my back my opinion, despite all those mistakes. <laughs> but you, you do, he, he is the... He does make spectacular. The, I think he's, he's probably the goalkeeper who... Maybe between him yeah, and Gordon, uh, yeah. uh, who who produced the most spectacular uh, saves, the, the the save most recent one, uh, Dundee. Yeah, uh, it was. You also you can tell a lot by players' reactions, both uh, opposition and uh, teammates, Sorry, yeah. and he, there's a lot where he's just like just it just defi- it defies belief. Uh, number five, I've gone for this is another player I completely forgot about, despite me being a huge fan. Wes Fodderingham. Yes, I've got him. No wait, so you got number five. Mm. I've got number five. Yeah, yeah. Fodderham, this is where it gets down to, would you, I know he's not played a lot, he's not played a handful of games at the very most, would you have him ahead of uh, Marshall if he was at Hibs? Would you have him ahead of Xander Clark if he was at St Johnson? You just have to answer yes to all these questions. Yeah. He's, he's not done anything wrong uh, at Rangers, and he was higher up last season. It's just the fact that Rangers have brought in a better goalkeeper. Yeah. Nah, we have to knock them down a lot, but not playing. Not playing, yeah, exactly. So that's why he is he is fourth, uh, sorry, fifth, because my number four is Scott Bain, and I still think Wes Fodderham is a better goalkeeper than Scott Bain. However, I've had to bump him down because of the fact that there's current situations. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I do not you? trust Scott Bain. <laughs> yeah. I do not trust him. Like I didn't trust uh, or still trust uh, Brendan Rodgers, but those are very different. Uh, <laughs> Scott Bain lied to you. No, no, I don't think so. They're just, they're just uh, shiftiness. Just what he's, he's done. He's done the, um, if he's done D form, yeah. And the rumours of some of the stuff he did at uh, Dundee. Um, see after the. Okay. <laughs> right, number six, Duncan. Yeah, Marciano. Number five, Xander Clark. Number four, Scott Bain. You've got Clark quite high. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure why now. I think potentially caught, okay, bought into the Tommy hype. Wright's uh, yeah, the Tommy Wright's hype too much. Yeah, um, because to be honest, that, that was I think I can't even. I think well, last year, no, I don't think it was. I think when he did I was play very well recently against Celtic. Yeah, I, I think that was like, what, what, <laughs> what game against Celtic? Um, but you. Know, um, Oh yeah, was, yeah. There was that even last season you wouldn't. Ne- it was still neck and neck between him and Manus. So yeah. like, so but the fact he's been given the nod, I think perhaps because I rated Manus so highly as well. I think it's like, it's like, probably put paid to yeah, that. I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that that kind of um, in my mind made him probably better than he gave him a boost that he probably actually didn't deserve. <laughs> Um, but then, then uh, stand, realized that I forgot. Stand by your man. Yeah, no, and then well, I, well, I'm easily swayed. Let's be honest. Uh, and yeah, I realized that I had uh, not put Faldring in, so that was uh, Faldring. Oh, yeah. So that's a bit of an error on my part. Who's, sorry, who's your number four again? Uh, four was uh, Bean. Scott Bean. Right. Okay. So uh, yeah, uh, my six. Daniel Backman. Yes, my six is Daniel Backman. Talk about Backman. 
Uh, it's not a huge sample size, so and I'm kind of going against the grain of what I usually do in these. But he just looks very impressive. He's not only a really good shot stopper, he's also got a good frame for a goalkeeper. He's dependable. He's not made any glaring errors so mm-hmm. far. He's got a couple of times you thought maybe he could do better, but yeah. nothing that's really been like, oh god, what the hell's he doing? And he has been playing regularly for a few months now. It's not entirely like it's not like he was signed in January. I think he came in the team in December. I think. Yeah. Before, no, no, before then, because it was uh, when Jim McDonald got called up. So I think the last international break was November. 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 Yeah. All right, so late November or early December. And it's just, yeah, it's just very impressive. He could maybe do with coming off his line a little bit more. He kind of stays in that, but Craig Gordon made a career out of staying on his line and not coming for anything. So if, if you don't come for your line and you don't miss something, you can't be blamed. Yeah, Craig that Gordon's was my approach. Was to <laughs> Craig Gordon's problems in recent years has been coming off his line and not making it. Right. Kung Fu kicking something yeah, in, yeah. in the dick. <laughs> right, so my number five is Wes Fotheringham. Fotheringham. <laughs> Fotheringham's very good. One thing to say against him is that he's always been poor at shots from distance. Hmm. And Rangers. The stats show that he can see more shots from distance than most goalkeepers, which considering he's a Rangers goalkeeper, shouldn't really happen. Oh, I don't know if teams are going to shoot from distance more because they're good, but Gordon doesn't have that problem. So, mm-hmm. but he is—he does make very. He can make stunning reflex saves. He's got a really—he's somebody that's definitely got a good body for a goalkeeper. Very broad, mm-hmm. very big, fills the goal. Despite the fact that he started off terribly in terms of passing the ball, I think he actually did get better. I was never convinced that Craig Gordon improved that much in that side of his game. Whereas I think Fodderingham definitely did. No, I think it was overstated. Yeah, I think it was overstated. Uh, the Fodderingham uh, really bad with the ball at his feet is similar to James Tavern. You're not very good defensively. Yeah. When you get the stink on you, it's very hard yeah, for yeah. to kind of shift it, isn't it? <laughs> and my number four is Scott Bain. Just to kind of expand on what you were saying. So he is at number four for me because he might not have been on a small sample size of his recent form for Celtic. It would have been pish for yeah. about a year and a half. But I'm taking into account he's pre-Malaise at Dundee and yeah, when yeah, he was a yeah. great goalkeeper okay. in the league. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking in the fact that he's number one at Celtic and the league leaders. Yeah, and I'm, going to, I'm, just going, I'm basically assuming that his last year and a half at Dundee was because he was that unhappy that he just lost concentration completely. And yeah. he just his heart wasn't in it anymore. That comes that comes back to untrustworthiness. Untrustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. No, but I think there's, yeah, there's to be a, an argument to be made for that in terms of, and that's why he, he's um, where he is on my list as well is because there's that element of uh, temperament not being there, like you know that he's not he is not a consummate professional. I think which is not. Which might sound harsh, but it's, it's a bit harsh. He fell out with Neil McCann. Everybody falls out with Neil McCann. Eventually, yeah. We all, we all have your 15 minutes of pain. You all have your, you all have your one well, argument I'm, with I'm sure McCann, even, even towards no, the end was, of... Because there was other points as well. I'm sure towards the end of Hartley's spell, he was... He's uh, a bit stroppy. That's what I don't like about him in terms... And I don't... I think that he needs a goalkeeper to be on more of an even keel. He can have eccentric keepers, but I don't think being a, a money kit is necessarily that helpful. Okay. Right, so I presume we've all got the same top three. Yes. yes. Do we have it in the same order? Oh, that'd be interesting. Well, Who's number three? Gordon. Joe. Craig Gordon. Oh, I've got Joe Lewis. Oh. Like Joe Lewis second. I'd imagine. Joe Lewis second. second, yeah. Right. So. These could have easily been swapped around, but. Uh, oh, on you go. You, two you. three, you mean? Yeah. Two and three, yeah, yeah. Yes, I. Craig Gordon, for me, I think. 
he's still when it comes to him and Lewis, I still think Craig Gordon is more of a still more of an exceptional shot stopper mm-hmm. than Lewis. Yeah. And that's just what that was the only thing I really chose to split the two of them. I chose uh, the, the reason I, I split the two of them was because Gordon is now sitting on the bench. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, yeah. that's where I was. And now I've suddenly thought, just that if, so, if if I was given the option right now for Sunday's game of having who I choose, Craig Gordon or Joe Lewis, I'd probably go Craig Gordon. Like, I would go Craig Gordon. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that maybe that's not actually what. It should the thing is about with Lewis is that he lost. I think he lost ground last season in the top twelve because he didn't have. Not that he didn't have a good season He had a weaker season than the one previous Yes, yeah, so he, he made a number of errors yeah, I think he's back to being um, much better He's barely season. made any Yeah, exactly So he, again, re- reliability Continues to do it for, for Aberdeen Craig Gordon has There's a reason why Craig Gordon has been dropped So that's that's why I've, I spotted two of them like that Yeah Duncan, anything else to add? No <laughs> To be honest like I think When he said like, it is, there's, there's that much of a muchness, like you could you could make the argument, and, and then when I take myself back to that idea of actually who would you want playing, Gordon just offers that tiny bit more assurance than Lewis. Yes. Just a, you have to but, wonder as well if Craig Gordon's just coming to the end. Yeah, I mean, there's an element. I think he's got about five or six years on Lewis. And, <laughs> and, and, and that's, you're not forgetting the time, like basically that he has had a time out of the game, which yeah. is always going to be difficult. But I don't I don't know if you take into account the fact that he's had that time out of the game that he's still got. More left in the tank, kind of. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I think when you can't, like when he was talking about, like when you hear his interviews, we talk about like he barely walk up the stairs and things like that. That makes me think he has. He has said that he wants to continue playing on till. I'm sure he said to continue playing on till he's forty. However, like you mentioned earlier, with his, you don't think his kicking's improved much or coming off his line. That's uh, he's not really adapted. To the way the yeah. games, mm-hmm. the, the way games progress, and that's perhaps mainly, uh, perhaps down to the fact that he did miss all uh, that chunk of uh, yeah. chunk of football where he wasn't able to. Can I say, if Scott Bain does help, he is better generally, and he's kicking than Craig Gordon, and Bush is passing the ball to defenders. But Bain's been, been, been very, he's been overly confident in that regard. Yeah. Recently. And yeah, he, yeah. he needs to pick and choose when to do it a bit better, which I think Gordon was better at being. Well, able to do. I mean, yeah, last night, but he had been a prime example, and also there's an element of we. All this reviewing Celtic in a when they were in the time of non-crisis and, and such like okay it might be resolved now but it seemed from yesterday that um, that Lennon is going to be playing a lot far quicker forward than yeah. than than, than the so, just I mean, you've got the, one, yeah, yeah comes but yeah right number one uh, Ryan Stevens no um, <laughs> Alan McGregor Alan McGregor Gary Woods. <laughs> <laughs> That worked really well in audio. Yeah, yeah, no, it was just for your <laughs> effect. He just pretended to take a mask off. <laughs> yeah, Alan McGregor. He's been brilliant. There's, there's not a lot you, you, more you can it's, say. His European campaign was incredible. Oh, it was, it was superb. Even in the game with the last four goals oh, in Moscow, yeah. he made about four outstanding saves as well. The Consumers have conceded eight that night. He is a bit of a liability, though. Not, not for his goalkeeping. Just his whole temperament and yeah, willing wanting, to kick someone. Yeah, 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 it's really hunger, a real hunger to try and meet opponents. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's fun. It, no, it's not even that. It's calculated though. Like, you did, <laughs> like, like yeah. the thing, like calculated in a. I'm t- going to try and take bodies here, but also I know I'm not going to get punished. Like, and I don't think had that game again in Aberdeen been like you know, had not been the, the the red cards before and stuff. I don't even think that would have been gone to the compliance. 
Because the, I, like the the challenge on Ferguson, I just don't think it would have got the same review. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I just feel that context is key, and so I don't there's, know. There's, 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 fans just like to bleat, and I, I think know, there I know. Be a lot so, of but like he took like he. He did that. He's like, I can, I can get this a free yeah, one here, yeah. Ferguson. I'm getting. A, oh, he, run, he, run, he runs a risk. Yeah, uh, the one, but the, the it's, one it's, in the, the derby was a bit was just stupid more than it's that, weird yeah. though when, when he does these da things which has got on him and he does it uh, he does it from time to time doesn't get the same amount of stick as Morelos does when he yeah. does well, stupid yeah, things I, like I, that. I wonder why he's done four times this season yeah. like twice twice is it's is, is a bit strange because it, it's clear temper because he didn't really see McGregor doing that sort of stuff down in the hall down at home I don't know I, oh, yeah, he's, he did it in the last time he was at Rangers um, yeah, however so they, I, I, I never watched him at Hull or wherever he else he played no. far down south so, so they're not, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he did that's you'd have thought he'd have been on the he'd been, given that he's so tabloid fodder you'd, you'd have thought it would come up at least once or twice right that's yeah uh, yeah I think so yeah quick one today Right, well, if you'd like to hear more, we're going to talk about the midweek fixtures, uh, including Celtic literally reaching in my chest, grabbing onto my heart, ripping it out, and then showing it. To you, me. you, you took that one really hard. I was because uh, I was getting pestered for what I was going to talk about in the next section of when filming. I was like, ah, I've got, I've got enough going on in my life just now for our hearts to mess yeah, around. Fuck this thing <laughs> yeah. I did not take that well. No, you didn't. It was bad um, enough as well. Celtic winning the last bit of Tidcastle, then I saw Neil Lennon looking really, really happy. And I was like, "Oh, on the pitch." So, do you think the, the viewers will be able to notice the, the pre-post? Um, oh no, the, yeah, he's, the winner. Like, he does a look down the camera and um, says he's disappointed. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it gets kept in. Yeah. <laughs> Right, anyway, so yeah, watch so and if you'd like to hear more from us right now, you can head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcast. As little as two dollars a month you can get extra content. For two dollars you get two bonus pods. Yeah, two bonus pods around about fifteen minutes each at least. But if you'd like to subscribe to the five dollars, then you can get a whole lot more. At least an additional three Usually lasting around about twenty minutes. And we've got seven dollars. You get a t-shirt. I would like to say not this actually really good. I can say this because I've not really been involved in any of them, but it's it's really good. Some good content. Some really good content. And we've got exclusive. And I I paid for it as well. So it's not like I'm a freeloader. Like (coughs) Gene Telfer. And we've got an exclusive interview with a a Scottish Premiership footballer coming up. In the next, Finally. <laughs> uh, in the coming days or weeks, just where we just need to plan how we're going to do it, and uh, it's going to be in different parts. Yes. It just depends on when we, uh, I can edit them in, we can release them. Yeah. Cool. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Please keep your abuse and gifts and memes off the show on Friday to minimal. Bye bye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't, please stay away from my inbox. <laughs> Podcast Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.